breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Samuel L. Jackson will receive an honorary Oscar. I'll let you guess what four-letter word he dropped when he heard the news. Two guys recreated the 400-mile minibike ride from Dumb and Dumber. That's nothing. Last night I had Taco Bell, and an hour later, I recreated the toilet scene. The NFL gave teams permission to use alternate helmets. The New York Jets immediately requested a switch to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's 60 minutes meets gone in 60 seconds. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. And now it's time for another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. I want to be one of those people who wear hats. Anytime I see someone in a hat, I think they look so good, so put together. I don't even care what kind of hat, a beret, a fedora, a sun hat. They're all so cute. But anytime I put one on, I feel like I look like I'm trying too hard. I definitely don't want to be one of those ladies that gets too much sun at the lake and wears the straw cowboy hat. Their skin always looks like leather, and those hats should have come with an expiration date, circa 1998. Maybe I need to find my own thing that makes me look smartly dressed, a bracelet or a bandana. I just don't think those have the same impact a hat has. Maybe I need a nose ring. People with nose rings look like they know what's going on. Or maybe a darker lipstick. If my lips are distractingly dark, no one might even notice my bad outfit. No, then my non-leathery skin will look too bleachy. I'll look like a silent picture star. And who am I kidding? Me with a nose ring? I fear infection. And, and why would I risk the center of my face? So I'll just do what I always do. Buy some big sunglasses and hide behind them all summer long. No hats for me. And that was another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. And now it's time for another episode of A Few Seconds Inside a Man's Head. Uh, what did she want me to do today? I know she said to do something. Was it, was it mow the lawn? No, no, we pay some guy to do that. What was it? Was it paint something? Hmm. Oh, look at that. Neighbor's sunbathing again. Yeah, baby. And that was another episode of A Few Seconds Inside a Man's Head. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Imagine you hop on Griffin Ponds or Blue Chip's website and you're looking for a dog to adopt and you find your dog from a couple years ago. Yeah, that actually happened to a woman in the Lehigh Valley. She went on an animal shelter website looking for a dog to adopt and ended up finding her own dog that went missing two years ago. He's a pit bull uh, Rottweiler mix named Koval, and he went nuts as soon as she showed up at the shelter to go and adopt him again. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and I visit a lot of websites just to kill time during the day. One of those is texts from last night, and it's just basically drunken texts from people all over America sorted by area code. So you don't know who they are, you don't know their number, you know their area code and what they texted. So I wanted to uh, compile some of the best of them in something I'm calling Intexticated. From the 641, I ate one of your animal crackers. Just one. Okay, four, but no frosting. Okay, frosting. From the 270, do you realize we tried to rent a limo at 5 a.m. to take us to Waffle House? 
And from area code 616, who are you and why are you in my phone as Dr. Seuss? You hit send and we hit the floor laughing. Intoxicated on Rock 107. From area code 267, there needs to be a Build-A-Bong store. From the 704, we're pre-gaming, then going to Chuck E. Cheese. Answer from area code 919, if you're joking, I'm going to be sad. And from the 850, you began crawling around in the grass with a magnifying glass saying you were searching for the magic school bus. Hey, we found him in your telephone. In Texticated on Rock 107. From the 373, here's the thing. I'm really high, and I have lots of questions about lightning. Area code 415, the brownies started to kick in before I finished the essay. It became a race against my own increasing intoxication. And from area code 775, I was too high to figure out which one of the three doors would lead me to the classroom, so I sat down in the middle of the hallway and ate a Twinkie. Proof that booze and cell phones don't mix. Intoxicated on Rock 107. I don't know if I can get enough air conditioners on me. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. This heat wave, man, thankfully breaking up after today. Uh, I rode my bike for an hour yesterday. I came home soaked in sweat, just like a frog skin. It was a little slippery. Uh, I'm glad I didn't have to work in that, man. But as I was riding to the Lackawanna Heritage Trail, I did see folks out there who were working in this heat. And I'm thinking, man, those are hot jobs. Who's got the hottest job in this heat wave in Northeast PA? That's what I want to know this morning. Open mic on the Rock 107 app, one triple eight rock 107 uh, Brandon, check it in on Facebook.com slash Angry Prospector. says, steel, aluminum, or glass workers definitely do. We're going to the rock lines. Who's got the hottest job? Try working up in an attic, putting air conditioning systems in this heat. <laughs> like 300 degrees up in this place. How long you got to be up there? You're like in the same attic all day, or do you get to get out and go to another one? We're going to be in the same attic all day. Oh, dude, that's horrible, brother. I feel for you, man. Take it easy up there. All right. Rock 107. Hey, just wanted to call about the heat that's going on in the valley right now. Yeah, who's got it the worst during a heat wave like this? Oh, man, well, the old saying goes, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. Give a shout-out to all the back-of-the-house workers and restaurants. It's a little warm back in the kitchen. Yeah, it is tough to beat the heat, especially if your workplace is rougher. Uh, Roxanne says, I'm not going to say they've got the hottest job, but our auto techs are struggling today and have been. In the shop, no AC, no fresh airflow. They've got some fans, but my goodness, I feel so bad. Uh, checking in with Len on the rock lines. Who's got the hottest job in Northeast PA? Yeah, I'm working on a paving crew and on a hot blacktop. Now, that's tough on a cool day, right? Yeah. How hot do you figure it gets right there while you're paving, laying that blacktop down? Well, I put it down to 200 degrees. Man! And then you get a day like today, and you can't wear shorts or anything either, right? Yeah, standing on it all day. Rock 107. Hey, how about people who do roofing? Yeah, I got to imagine the roof throws off a ton of heat no matter how hot it is out there, right? Yeah, it's even hot when you're trying to kneel down on them. Don't take this the wrong way, but you have to wear knee pads. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> there you go. That's a very smart move, man. Otherwise, you're going to be fried up up there. I heard that. Stay safe up there, all right, buddy? You got it, brother. Comfortably ill on Twitter, says my husband's an electrician at the power plant, and he's on fire watch during the extreme heat. The building he sits in, 160 degrees, and he's got to wear full protective gear, a hard hat, safety glasses in case something blows up. Ten-hour days. Man, are you kidding me? You couldn't pay me enough to do that. Paul checks in, just one word, hottest job in Northeast PA. Ready? Paul says, welder. It's pretty good. How about you, Rock 107? Hey, uh, 
I'm a cable guy. I work outside. It kind of sucks. I don't know if I got it the worst, but it's got to be up there. I mean, I got to get up on the poles and stuff. Yeah, that seems pretty bad, and I think it's one people don't really think about, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it kind of sucks. Like, I've been on parental leave for, like, three months, and then I come back to this, and I'm like, oh, my God. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations on the new bar- arrival, and uh, stay safe up there today. <laughs> Thanks, man. Have a good one. And Jim checking in on the uh, social media, Facebook.com slash Angry Prospector, says the Pennsylvania Supply Men paving Route 6 and Inan. Yeah, paving's tough this time of year. The hottest jobs of NEPA. We're looking for them. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. Well, here's a fair and reasoned response to an honest mistake. A 42-year-old guy in Iowa named Robert Gullwitzer Jr. went to a McDonald's near Des Moines on Saturday, and he ordered some McNuggets. When he got home, he realized they forgot his dipping sauce, so he picked up the phone and called in a bomb threat. He called the McDonald's, says he was going to blow up the place and threaten to punch an employee, so they called the police. When the cops called the number the bomb threat came from, Robert picked up and admitted he was the one who did it. He's facing a felony charge for making a false threat about an explosive device. Nominee number two. I felt bad for this guy at first because he wasn't even involved in the initial crime here, but by the end, yeah, he deserved to get arrested for more than one reason. Cops in Waterloo, Maine responded to a report of a stolen vehicle on Sunday, and they stopped the guy who was walking nearby because they thought he was involved. Now, it turns out he wasn't involved, but there was a warrant out for his arrest because he'd been caught shoplifting from Walmart. So they took him to jail and booked him, and then they let him post $200 in bail to get out. But he tried to post the bail with counterfeit bills. Yeah, he handed them two $100 bills that were fake. So they tacked on a forgery charge and took him back to his cell. He later paid another $100 in bail to get out that day. Apparently, with real money that time, he's due in court August 4th. And the winner is... The guy who tried to post bail with counterfeit bills. Yeah, he gave the guy at the jail... Two fake $100 bills, and he got tossed right back in for, you know, counterfeit money. <laughs> You're the yam bag of the day, and we'll move on to Friday's yam bag of the week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's yam bag of the day on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.